1: Martinstown Lodge in Athboy County Meath is a haven where horses help people bring out their authentic selves and develop their leadership skills. This unique business idea was set up earlier this year by proud owner of Martinstown Lodge, a woman with an extremely impressive background in executive coaching, corporate well-being, a woman with a love of horses and nature driven by the desire to help others reach their full potential. I'm delighted to be joined now by a woman that has many different strings to her bow, let's just say but I'm going to call her an executive coach for the co- purposes of this. Emma-Jane Clark of Martins Lodge at the Boy is on the line. How you doing Emma-Jane? Hi Sinead,
0: wow, thanks for such an amazing introduction, lovely lovely to be here and thanks for the opportunity to speak
1: with you. Oh great to speak to you because let me tell you I've been perusing the website all morning, I've been looking at videos of you and your work and everything else and it's a really inspired business idea but before we get into how the business came about, yourself and your partner Ken made a huge lifestyle change in 2018, you took over the 200 year old Martinstown Lodge and Farm, that must have been both exciting and challenging in equal measure.
0: It was absolutely, Sinead. Actually, to give you a bit of background, we moved from a (laughs) mid-terrace. Oh, my God. (laughs) So it was always the dream. And I think, you know, we were warned by our friends that we would never be bored. Um, But it's been an amazing experience. So we moved from a um, mid-terrace to the small farm and have worked consistently since 2018 to just renovate and um, build up the, the business here.
1: And, you know, this is, uh, you know, an ambition of yours, you know, as you say, to make this farm a safe haven for people. But the lodge itself, like, you know, 200 years old, how did you even come across it?
0: Well, the, the house itself actually looks like a normal bungalow. But when you look at the maps and the thickness of the walls, it's actually been here since the um, 1820s. And there is, there are old barns here. There's an old dairy house as well, which you can see it's made of of, wo- um, of sorry, uh, mud. And straw, so it goes back quite a long time. So, um, there was someone who was running a riding school here and living in the house, which was, you know, perfectly habitable, but mm-hmm. we decided to take it up a notch and take out walls and vault ceilings and just, I suppose, really respect the heritage of the place, but bring it to the kind of next iteration, I suppose, modernize what was here.
1: That is fantastic. And, you know, you're a real lover of horses as well. Uh, Is this something that stems from childhood or where does the love of horses come from?
0: I'm some genetic throwback in my family because I'm the only person in in my family who has horses and who's always had that kind of passion for horses. And again, always, I actually studied agriculture in college um, and always had a passion for the outdoors so kind of it all came together, as you say, for Martinstown Lodge. I'm still pinching myself. I mean, Ken and I look out the window and still go, oh my goodness, how did we ever... <laughs> you know, ends up here. But really, again, with Martinstown Lodge, it, it is about really believing in your dreams and getting out of your own way. And that's a lot of the work that we've been doing over the last while. And that's what we hope to help people do.
1: Yeah, because, you know, whilst you're you're running Martinstown Lodge and you, you work as well, you, you work full time as a, as a senior leader in a state agency, but you set up this new aspect of the business coaching with horses. Tell me, where did the idea come from to work, uh, to bring the horses and incorporate them into the coaching aspect?
0: I feel like a lot of people during COVID, there is that time to kind of reflect and um, I've always been driven by innovation and new ideas and during that time, myself and Ken kind of brainstormed that we eventually achieved our dream of buying somewhere like Martinstown Lodge and our passion is to help people and we want to open up the farm and share it with others that can actually benefit from being in the outdoors. So I have um, qualified, I'm a qualified coach and then I decided to qualify in equine guided leadership. So I looked at all my skills and Ken's skills and how we could actually bring them together to, for this offering that is very unique to the county as well as the country.
1: It really is. Yeah, because, you know, this is something I mean, horses are like I have a huge admiration for, for horses like they're these amazing, majestic animals. So how does this work? Say if I was to go for a session, how would it work the coaching with the horses?
0: Okay, well, uh, rye horses in a way is because they are actually compassionate teachers and they mirror how we communicate. So if you were to come, whether it be a one-to-one or their empowerment workshops that we're running in October, what we do is work uh, with your comfort zone. So say if you're a bit nervous being around the animals, even that in itself is a learning about how we overcome the things that can hold us back, whether that be fear um, of animals or fear of failure. So what we would do is work with the horses on the ground. There's no horse riding through a series of evidence-informed kind of experiential exercises. So what does that actually mean? It means that we would set you, ask you to complete a task with the horse. And then we would ask you to come back and feedback how you felt, what you think worked well, and perhaps what, you know, would, would help moving forward for the next exercise. And really what it is is horses act as a mirror and they really reflect how we, how we show up and they get to the issues, the core issues, so quickly, I, I can't even explain it. I mean, they really, in a non-judgmental way, open people up to see what the blocks are and holding them back. So we go through a series of exercises, again, that are based on on research. And then we coach through those findings for people when they find out things are, are perhaps maybe just self-discovery with regards to what's holding them back in their career or personal lives.
1: Yes, because this is, you know, uh, as as you mentioned there, this is career and personal life that's coming into to the frame here. But one of the things that struck me when I was looking through the, the Martin St. Lodge website was the words imposter syndrome. They jumped out at me. I've spoken about this on the programme numerous times, but this is one of the many blocks that you help people overcome with. And uh, I think I suffer from this because, uh, you know, I always get that little kind of niggle of, oh, they're going to find out one of these days that you're not actually good for that job, you know, and I think women experience this more than men, don't they?
0: They absolutely do. And Anna, when I was looking at this whole idea, and to be honest with you, based on my own experience, you mentioned about being a senior leader. I'm actually on the cusp of, I'm actually leaving my, my role next week. Oh, wow, okay. Focus on this business completely. But I absolutely get that. As women, we have this doubt. And research has shown that women will not apply for jobs unless they take over, for example, 70% of the requirements on the job specification. Mm. I'll let you into a secret tonight. I still think in work that they're going to find out <laughs> that I am an imposter. So really what it comes down to is, is how we think about things. Because just because we think things the way they are, it doesn't mean they're true. And when we look at that doubt, and, you know, particularly with women, and helping them get out of their own way, that's the way I would describe it. Because your thoughts are the only things that are holding you back. Because really the world is your oyster. If you can get out of your own way, put your thoughts aside and look at the ones that actually bring you nearer to where you want to be in life. And that's a real focus of the work that we're doing here. And I mentioned we're doing an empowerment workshop on the 3rd of October. My favourite workshop, I'm not going to lie. We do a number of, of workshops here. But the empowerment one really is looking at values. What are our values in life? What are the things that serve us and bring us nearer to where we want to be? And then we work with the horses to really unlock our own self-awareness, our discovery, our confidence um, and it's just, it's a hugely empowering and, and powerful workshop.
1: And I know some of these workshops are, are geared specifically towards women, is that right? That's correct. The okay.
0: environment one particularly is, I mean, not that it's exclusive to women, yes. but it really is and it's about creating that safe environment where people can come learn more about themselves and Absolutely, the work that we do here, you know, it is nice to be in the outdoors, it is nice to work with the animals, but we're making, we're really focused on transformational change, making people, helping people get out of their own way in a sustainable way, so that you come here and actually go away with something. Not only have you had a positive experience, but you actually have something to work on to move forward whatever it is that's holding me back in life.
1: You make it sound so easy and I know there's so much work that goes into this. There really is. But what other blocks do you find that clients present with a lot? We've spoken about the imposter syndrome. Is there anything else that will come up a lot with people?
0: Uh, A huge one is self-belief and confidence, Mm. really, and that's men and women. You know, that feeling, that sense of feeling trapped in your role that maybe you're not going to be good at anything else, Um, whether it be confidence. Am I a good manager? You know, and then looking at what does a good manager, you know, am I a good leader? Do I, you know, am I effective as a team member? And we work through all of these things and really strip it back to who we are in life, our authentic self. Because you started off we could start the conversation about authenticity. It's a fancy kind of word in a way to mm. who we really are when we're born, put on the planet, and we don't have all of these layers of, you know, fears and pretension and that face we put on at work bring it back to the core of who we are because who we are actually has all the resources within ourselves and we are actually perfect. That's the way I've been looking at
1: it. Oh, about. that's, yeah, you see, I can see why you're getting great feedback because I've, I spotted on the website as well there's numerous uh, great feedback and, and stuff from clients so people that, that uh, complete the coaching. So, you know if there's people out there because I think you know as you mentioned at the start in, in terms of the inspiration for setting up the business you know with covid and with something so huge that has happened to us in the last while it is a time that a lot of people have had this time to kind of reflect and kind of go do you know what I hate my job I don't want to go back there I'm in the wrong career or my personal life's not working out it's a great time for people to kind of assess but there it's a big time you know it's a big step to kind of you know say I need help and I need support so what would you say to people who are kind of afraid to take that step? How would you encourage them?
0: I I think actually in a way there's been a huge pressure on people to self-reflect and to throw everything out and change. You know, Mm. at the end of the day, it's a time to reflect. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to change anything that's in your life. But what I would say is that words create worlds. So when we actually look at what it is we want in life versus what we don't want, so your energy, so I don't want this job anymore versus I want to move in a new direction, sets us free. So look at your thoughts. And What are you thinking? There's a thought live exercise that you can do. Look at those thoughts that actually bring you nearer where you want to go and the ones that actually are holding you back. And those thoughts that are holding you back, look at what the opposite, what is the positive of that? So I never, you know, I always procrastinate. Mm. Does that actually help you? You know, Really, you know, if you kind of, you you trap yourself in that way of thinking. So I would say a couple of things, look at those thoughts and try and do work to move you forward into your future rather than away from where you are, because it's more empowering to think about moving forward and I speak from experience because I've been doing this work on myself for the last couple of years as well.
1: <laughs> I often find that coaches that I speak to will always say that, that they've done this work on themselves. I must mention, because it I would be a remiss of me not to mention the fantastic local enterprise office there in Mead, a great support to you in terms of setting up the business.
0: Absolutely. I cannot, I, I you know, I can't understand why anyone wouldn't work, you know, wouldn't tap into the supports that are there. And I think it's about information, from our point of view, Ken and I have benefited unbelievably from working with uh, Need Leo and Lorna in the office there as well as her team. We've um accessed support to produce a really high quality website through the trading online voucher, also for mentoring support, again, Just because I've been working in a certain career doesn't mean I have the experience Mm -hmm. or or expertise to set up my own business. So you start your own business training, you've got access to mentoring. I've had amazing support from marketing mentors, um, Kath O'Donnell. I've had amazing support from sales mentoring from Joe Collins. And they've opened doors to me that would not have been opened if I tried tried to do this on my own. So it's a a huge resource in the county and I, I can't sing their praises enough to how, how excellent they are and how they help people, again, um, support them in ways that, you know, I could be a really good coach but that doesn't mean I'm a good marketing or sales person. I, I know.
1: know, yeah. Th- this is the thing. It's to, it, and it's to reach out to them. They're there, they're willing and, and able yeah. to help and, th- and they want to help people. I, emma Jane, I wish yourself and Ken all the very best with this. It's a fantastic idea. I've no doubt it's going to be a huge success. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you so much, Sinead. Thanks a million. Lovely to speak with you. You too. Bye, bye, bye. bye-bye. Emma-Jane Clark there, Martinstown Lodge. She mentioned there on the 3rd of October there's going to be an empowerment workshop. If you want to find more information about this, you can check out the website martinstownlodge.ie. That's where you'll find all the details.